1: Working class on DeerCast. Uh, we are here. Hunting season is in full swing. Uh, the good hunting is—it's here. I was gonna say it's it, yet—it's to come. No, it's right now. It's so. getting good. So Cam- if you're on
0: DeerCast, Cam- cameras are on fire, especially
1: corresponding with DeerCast. Actually, from my what I'm seeing. Did you hear my pro tip? Uh-uh. By the way, Trevor Schmidt here in the studio. Trevor's been on a lot. You were one of our early on yeah, first guests. Yep. And then Trevor's daughter, Hannah, is here. What's up, Hannah? Hi. Thanks for coming.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: You might be the youngest person we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> I think you. I think that's true. Yeah, she just turned 15. Awesome. And you're driving around. Yep. That's pretty exciting. Driving today. <laughs> so you always have to drive with dad when you're 15 in Illinois or a parent or a um, legal just, guardian?
2: They just have to be 21 years or older.
1: That's dangerous. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, was, I, I was getting to, can you drive yourself to the woods oh, yet? No. <laughs> but we're in, I'm not going to say what county we're in, because <laughs> we don't need to do that, but nobody would know. But we'll get to that. But um, yeah, Trevor, you've been on in the yeah, past. Yeah, uh, little well, three, four, five times maybe, but yeah. Yeah, maybe more, maybe more. So if you're an OG WCB listener, you'll uh, recognize Trevor's voice if you're listening or recognize maybe... I don't know. You've probably never been on a video podcast ever. No, I
0: haven't. This is the first time.
1: So, well,
0: welcome back. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. And
1: you haven't been in this, you've been in, been here, but have not recorded here at our yep. new place. Yep. Uh, I think I put a couple pieces of insulation in the ceiling and <laughs> the walls, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did our best to like soundproof the room. So thanks for coming to help, Hannah. That was really nice <laughs> of you. So I know you're busy. Um, so you're, you're 15 years old. How long have you been hunting?
2: Um, I've been hunting probably since I was eight years old
1: that's eight years old. So Trevor, th- so, cause this has kind of been, I don't really know where to start with this. It's kind of been a topic of conversation on the podcast lately because we all have little kids and it's like when they get older, how are we going to introduce them to hunting? Do you, is, can you push them too far? Should I think, you not push them hard un,
0: that hard? What's the, I think you could push them too hard. She was like my little sidekick. I mean, she's, like, I work quite a bit, so when I was home, she wanted to be with me, so going hunting, going shed hunting, fishing, anything like that, she she wanted to be there with me, and then I think that just tailspun into her enjoying
1: being hunt, being outside hunting. And just stuff. naturally rolled in. Yeah. Do you ever remember feeling like, I wish I liked this more, and like committing and going, even when you didn't want to go to get a passion for it, or?
2: Um, no, I've pretty much always had a passion for it, and have wanted to go out and go hunting. Yeah. Whenever I have the free time to go, I try to go.
1: Yeah, I know you. You do a lot of activities and and different things and stuff like that. So, but you know, even when it's cold and it's not that fun, and you're sitting there, like you still want to be out there.
2: Um, sometimes.
1: Or <laughs> when what? it's five in the morning and you gotta get up. <laughs>
2: yeah, sometimes I don't want to do that. I like the afternoon ones better. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well,
1: most people do, and, and I think that like the cold, the not so fun conditions, and like getting up early is what yeah. keeps a lot of kids from going, and. Do you Trevor? Do you feel like do you push her to go like when oh, she was younger, even to get up or?
0: I, no, I tried not to. I would, I'd go up like especially well, she's obviously she started out shotgun season, but uh, I'd go upstairs and tell her time to go up. But she's pretty good about getting up with an alarm, and mm-hmm. I'd always kind of say she's like, "Oh, I'm tired." I said, "Well, if you don't want to go, we don't, you don't have to go." No, I'm going to go, and then next thing you know, she'd be downstairs getting dressed. So
1: see, that's cool. <laughs> I rem- I'm trying to remember back when I was like. 10, 11, 12 doing that. It's like I would want to skip, and then my dad would kind of be like, get up. And then once I'm up, I'm fine. And then you get excited, right? You know, it's like cold and crisp out, and like the thought you could see a big buck. And so so your your journey into hunting, it, I think really it is just getting hooked on it. Yep. And Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I shot
0: a nice 10-pointer in 2015, and it was like... Couldn't be more perfect. She wasn't even on the bus yet. Her mom was Oh yeah. I text her mom. We she brought her down. So she was there before it all went down and I got pictures of her just a little thing going out there. So see, it was just perfect. Then she went to school and got to tell all her
1: friends. So. See, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. And in the area that we're in, that's probably not so uncommon. Yeah. Right? Do you feel like is there a lot of hunters your age? Or in your school, I guess. Because um, are you a freshman?
2: Yeah, I'm a freshman. Okay. There's not very many hunters in my grade, but there's a couple upperclassmen that hunt really mm-hmm. hard. But I'm not sure how many are really in my grade that go out a lot. There's people who shotgun hunt. Yeah. But I don't know about bow hunting as much.
1: What about, you know, the balance between girls and boys that hunt?
2: There's definitely more boys that hunt in our school than females.
1: Yeah. Do you know other girls in the whole high school that hunt like yeah. you do or are into it? Yeah. See, that's cool. There's a couple, yeah. See, that's cool. That's more than I thought. A yep. couple even, you know. But our area, considering it's more rural, rural okay. areas. Yeah. Which is we designed our life around, that's why we live out <laughs> yep, here. Yeah, exactly. But no, that's good to hear at least. Because um, if someone were to ask you, Trevor, if you didn't know, it was like, hey, out of that school, how many kids do you think hunt or are passionate about it? I
0: I wouldn't say too many,
1: just yeah, just a couple because yeah. by
0: talking to her, it's like, I wouldn't think there's that many at all other than the one or two that she's told me about.
1: There was, I had a huge high school and I'm like one of three kids that hunted and I was on the one that was like the only one that was serious about it. But that's in the cities. Yep. You know, so... My perspective, I just am kind of like wired to think that not a lot of kids are doing it, but I didn't grow up in like a a rural high
0: school. Yeah, and I felt like when even when I was in school in this, I went to this school, same school district, that there was a lot of kids that went shotgun season, but there was very few like me that went bow hunting. You know what I mean? There was very few of those kids that were after it all the time.
1: Right. All right, Hannah, so let me ask you this. Is the reason why you like hunting so much at a young age and and have because you got to go get a free pass out of school to go?
2: Um, Not really. It, <laughs> it helps, was, all right? It, it definitely helps. But <laughs> <laughs> it was more because I always, before I started shotgun hunting, mm-hmm. I always, my family would have a lunch on that Friday and I wouldn't get to go because uh, I'd have to go to school. So I'd always looked forward to going to that and spending time with them during that time. Right. But I just made it even more special for me to get to go
1: see that's a good point I'm glad you brought that up because like you guys designed in your family like yep. sent a sense of community that made it yeah the hunting's fun it's exciting yeah. to see deer but it was like the culture and the camaraderie and the fun of like a family event almost
2: yeah we they talk about mm. deer all the time they're <laughs> yeah, always see, comparing bucks.
1: <laughs> see that's fun though yeah it's all friendly competition and just fun <laughs> see that's a really important you know and like Thinking about that with young kids, it's like, we need to make some sort of hunting camp tradition, whether it's at the studio, every, I mean, firearm season's a good way to pinpoint a weekend to get your kids into it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially without the check-in station like we had in Illinois for years. Yeah. That's why I tried to tell her when we were kids, sometimes we wouldn't have a deer, we'd just go there because there were so many people and so many deer, you could see everything. Yeah. And they don't get that now.
1: Yeah, because when I started hunting, I was nine or 10. And I remember it was, like, around for three or four years, the check-in stations, how exciting it was, like, yep. waiting in line and yep. all that. And so, yeah, you would have no, no idea about any of it. But but we th- what we're thinking about doing is making us an old barn taxidermy drop-off and kind of doing drop-off days. So it's, like, that way we can plan this day as a yep. drop-off day of the month. And then maybe we could get people together and have, like, that sense of community. After firearm season, we have a big old barn drop-off. And yep. that's what we can kind of idea. Have. Yeah something like that, you know. Yeah. But I need I almost need to pinpoint a like a tradition to get my kids more into it. Everybody from the working class bowhunter crews kids into it. And then, you know, you you would be a great mentor like to girls like my like Isla Mae is 3 years old and yeah. girls older, you know, like they look up to you. Um you you might not realize that, but for a lot of guys, a lot of dads that hunt that have daughters, You're a great role model for that to kind of like see. Look, she's doing it. She's a big kid, and look at her. You know, she's an adult. Look at her. So, (laughs) there's there's a lot of power in that. Probably more. I don't know if you've ever thought about that or not. But
2: I have not ever thought about that.
1: I think yeah, she she would realize
0: it more. Like our circle of hunting people, there's not very many kids. I guess yeah. So she doesn't see it. But with her dance, she she does competition dance, Mm -hmm. and there's younger girls that we see out and about and they see her and they're constantly right to her like oh I seen you and I think that's what it would be like with these girls or young kids if yeah. they see you know what I mean that's yeah. one aspect of it you know yeah
1: for sure because you know it's like my daughter three years old who that's a female is going to be a better role model for her in her eyes right it's yep. easier you know a guy can of course but you know, maybe dad's just going to be the best thing ever. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I doubt that though. But you know, I try to think who's someone that's a girl that started young that hunts that I could have isla a be influenced by. Yep. You're my number one draw right now. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it's something to think about. You know, like talking to Mark Jury about how he got Taylor into it. Just make it fun. Don't yep. don't make it not fun. Don't pressure them. Yep, and stuff like that. I don't know. We never had any like. Especially
0: the first couple of years, we never had any restrictions. Just whatever was obviously she's I mean. now. I'm not
2: allowed to shoot any bucks littler than my first one with my gun.
1: And you killed a really well, you've killed some good deer. Yeah. Yeah. So I love, yeah, but do, do, does that bother you at all?
2: Um, well, I'm not seeing anything, and a spike comes out. I really want to shoot it, but other than that, no.
1: Yeah. Do you, I mean, you get why, right? I mean, yeah. I, you, you have that wrapped around, but. Let's talk about some of your hunts. I mean, you killed a really good buck, and one you won some awards at Illinois Deer and Beer Fest, yep. which was cool.
2: Um, when I was that was eleven, 11 maybe
1: you were eleven when you shot that I deer. I was I'm
2: pretty sure I was eleven. It was shotgun morning, and I had earlier that morning I had missed a buck, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, I you can lie about out. that part. You have know, to add that part in your story. <laughs> I went back out and I sat and we were just sitting and I wasn't paying attention. I always point out deer. I'm like, there's a book. There's a book. So mm. whenever there actually is one, he never believes me. Oh, really? <laughs> so finally the I got dirty
1: him. Dirty prank. <laughs> yeah.
2: I got him to believe me and. I shot it, and it just dropped right there, uh-huh. and he ran out of the stand, and people were texting him saying, did you guys get one? I just saw orange flash down the stairs, <laughs> and that was just, I don't know, something I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I bet you that was a blast. Yeah, it was. <laughs> how was that for you, it, Dad? It was awesome.
0: I, I, actually, the person that was hunting down from us heard me scream inside the stand, <laughs> blind, because I was, I was pretty pumped, especially, <laughs> he was like 300 yards out, chasing a doe. And
2: we she's, called him. She's come like, back Well, in. get
0: your grunt call. Get your grunt call. And I'm like, oh, I...
1: That never works, <laughs> yeah, Hannah. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: fumbling around and I ended up getting him to stop. And he didn't, he just started walking towards the dough. And I snort wheezed and he came running from at that point 250 to 30 yards. Oh, like, yeah. Like that would have never worked if it was just me, but meant to
1: be. Yeah, it was meant to be. <laughs> so that adds to the story, too. Yeah. Like you got to see like that whole interaction and stuff yeah. at 11. That's yeah. a good buck, too. Yeah. It's mid gross, mid 130s. Yeah, for your that's your first buck. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you want to see my first buck right there above that camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First buck with a muzzle loader. I was four, fourteen, fifteen, fourteen. Yep. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah. It did me. <laughs> yeah, it did a lot of kids with that one. But that's cool. Like, do you feel like that helped? Like, do you feel like it, whether it's a bigger buck or a smaller buck, it would have done anything different for you?
2: No, it would not have mattered to me. I would yeah. have been happy either way. My great grandfather was still here with us then, mm-hmm. so I really wanted to shoot something for him to see. so yeah. It just made me happy because he's the reason that I have a passion for hunting too. Yeah. and he's like, I wanted him to see, and that's then it awesome. made me even more happy.
1: Yeah, see, that's cool because I know your guys' oh yeah grandfather, your grandfather, yep. your great grandfather is like big in your guys' lives. But that's cool, like that that lineage, you yep. know, that yeah. comes down. And it's even cooler. I think it's cooler when a girl does <laughs> things that typically a guy does. Yep.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we actually caped that deer out and my grandpa was on bed rest at that time, but we just caped him out took him right in the living room with the cape so my grandpa could see him. He Did was you really was happier than I'll get out? <laughs> oh, I bet he was.
1: <laughs> see, that's cool, man. Just like that whole the just the the just seeing the tradition of hunting and like that culture being yep. so strong. And that's like one thing, you know, I tried to include like Man Clyde with when my dad would shoot a deer and stuff like that. Yep. So that's the bummer looking at it now. I was like, they're not gonna have the hunting grandpa growing up with, but but they got a lot of stories to hear about you know, exactly there's plenty of memories that's that's yeah.
0: the, yeah, that's almost just as good and I mean, it's not obviously it's not, but it's, I, it's what you have you, especially you, you can tell your kids the things that happened
1: for sure, and it's yeah, pretty amazing, kind of for them, and it will become like. I don't want to say f- folklore because that's not what it it's is. A saga, <laughs> it's a saga, yeah. But, but it's just real life family yep. tradition that you make. But do you feel, Hannah, that hunting creates a different type of like strength of a memory or like an experience than like some of the other activities you do?
2: Yes, I do. The hunting gives me a different aspects on things that mm-hmm. like other people don't understand why I like hunting so much. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's what I've grown up around, and it. I just, I don't know how to
1: explain it. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Especially to someone who doesn't hunt. Yeah. Like what it can mean to you and like what a deer can mean to you because it's the effort Yep, it's yeah. being uncomfortable. It's cold. You got up early. Yeah, your dad's yelling at you. I you mean, know, I don't know if he yells at you, but
2: I get yelled at a lot for talking too much or pointing my finger out the stand from
1: excitement. Yeah, yeah. there's a deer. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, there was a deer. 100. <laughs> yeah, I get that. See, I thought about taking Isla May out in a blind. And, yeah. <laughs> but it was going to be like we got 45 minutes before dark. Yep. Have Sam just like drive the Ranger out and drop us <laughs> off at the the blind and then come it'd get be, us. It'd be worth it. You'd you'd be never forget it. That, I need to do it and I and I probably will here because it's supposed to be kind of warm. Yep. But it, it'll be funny. I know the time I do there'll be like a 180 walkout. <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. So last year was her first year with her compound uh-huh. she, she'd taken her crossbow out she stuck a doe perfectly and, perfe- perfectly we, we actually got money. it on video and no we never did recover <laughs> that deer i don't know oh really how we did not i don't know but yeah just one of those things i guess yeah but, i uh, mean stuff happens um last year was her first year and dad screwed it up for had like a, <laughs> a mid 150s bucket like 18 yards perfectly broadside and i took my bow just in case. Uh-huh. And she got stood up, release clipped on and my bows hanging right where he's broadside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the I got the brunt of that for the last year.
2: And then he got hit by a car that winter.
0: So <laughs> yeah, now I did. have no way shot. to go, Trevor. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Dad. Yep. Oh man. But that's also that adds yep. into what makes it so cool <laughs> when it does work out cuz yeah. it almost never does. It feels like, yeah. you know, but great experience yeah you know yeah. and he came <laughs> thanks and, dad yeah he came and i told her
0: we, we were sent over crp and i said we had spikes and she was trying to i mean she was going to shoot whatever came by but mm-hmm. she's like i heard grunting and i was like there's another deer and we had a big deer we were hunting she named him gilbert she's like dad is that gilbert and she's shaking and i'm like oh my god is it him because i can't yeah. see him and then he stepped out I was like, it's still a really nice deer you better uh get ready and then dad ruined it oh your dang bow
1: (laughs) but the time you don't bring it you would have wish you had it for whatever reason but well that's cool though that's a good experience i mean you have a lot of bow hunting ahead of you (laughs) you're gonna kill a lot of big deer i hope so it it feels like it feels impossible probably because with bow hunting i always use this analogy growing up it's like you got this bow and then the animal's way over there like it (laughs) seems impossible but You'll learn things as you get more experience, and you're going to kill big deer. And you'll, if you stay at it, you'll kill a lot of them. So don't stress out about that. You'll get your opportunities. <laughs> I still stress out about it, though, because I like to shoot them. But, right. <laughs> but so I get okay, you'll always stress out about it, but it'll just get easier to stress out about it. It'll be more fun stress. And it's probably not actually stressful for you. You know, we're kind of being sarcastic, but uh, you got a lot of hunting. So you're going to kill some big deer.
0: Yeah,
2: I so, hope so.
1: Do you like deer meat a lot?
2: Yeah. I like really? summer sausage more than anything. Really? Yeah. And
0: usually I cook backstrap and she's all over it. Her mom, not really? so much, but she's scarfs it down.
1: <laughs> See, the, I think with kids and, and no offense to the ladies, but <laughs> typically with the ladies, if we're going percentages, they don't really like, I like medium rare, rare yep. for dear me, That's how it tastes the best. I think it's a mental thing. I think so too. You know, and Kelsey
0: would never, she, oh, she was always like, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. But like I say I cook backstrap for her. Mm-hmm. And, well let me let me get just a little taste and then she's finally she's slowly acquired a taste for it and she yeah. likes it but she'll say she doesn't but as soon as it's on the grill she she likes it.
1: It's like, "No no no no, you don't like this," remember? Yeah.
0: Just about yeah. like morel mushrooms since they say they
1: don't like them until they're there. Yeah. Do you like, you don't like morels?
2: No, really? I do not. <laughs> I like hunting for them, but I don't <laughs> like eating them.
1: Really? See, I'm backwards now. Like, I'd I'd rather do other things. Like, I like mushroom hunting, but I'd rather just find have somebody else find them than I get to eat. You know. So maybe we could work out some sort of like wager. You don't like to eat them, but you like to find them. We we got to talk after this. Just don't tell Dad. We'll work out some sort of like gas money deal when you start driving for mushrooms. That could be good. You like turkey hunting?
2: Yes, I do like turkey hunting.
1: We like more turkey or deer hunting. Um. Ooh, you had to think about it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably deer hunting, but I really like turkey hunting.
1: Let me let me guess. Weather's nicer.
2: Well, yeah, that too. The only bad part about turkey hunting is there's no afternoon hunt. You can only go in the morning.
1: Just in Illinois. Just in yeah. Illinois. Well, there's some other states, but yeah, 1 o'clock I think for us. We went us, to so. Kansas mm-hmm. two years ago.
0: Yeah. Oh, you guys went with Prairie Storm, yeah, right? We went yeah. out there and... Our, we got it. That was our only evening turkey hunt ever. One evening for about two hours and she and killed I, a nice tom. Yep. And <laughs> yeah.
2: he also missed one <laughs> yeah. on
0: that trip. You missed one? Yeah. No, I hit it, but
1: <laughs> I just nicked it. <laughs> it was a graze. Yeah, it was a graze. So Thank you got a, a Rio and an Eastern. Yep. <clears throat> well, dang, you're working down a turkey slam. Yep. yep. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. So what, what's next? You want to do like a Merriam turkey? Yeah. The
0: Dakotas? Yep. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some inns on a place in Nebraska with some Merriam, so we're oh, kinda, really we're kinda just working that out right now. Yep. So, Interesting. Yeah. The Buckstorm boys too. I I messaged them too last year. So Yeah, and then Florida. Florida. She likes Florida anyways. so
1: yep. we'll say Florida for last so you can spoil yourself <laughs> with like fair weather, <laughs> on your last one. See I need a Merriam and a... Osceola? Osceola. Yeah, yep. I don't know why I drew a blank there. I was thinking
0: but oscillated, but that's in Mexico.
1: Mexico. See, that's a that'd be a fun trip as well. Is that <laughs> yeah. on your radar too? Yeah,
2: it would be really cool and like yeah. a once in a lifetime sort of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, it'd be th- something you do yeah. once and yeah. you got it done. Yeah. So did like turkeys become interesting to you before you shot a one or did you shoot a turkey and then it kind like of that interest in the other subspecies become it.
2: I really wanted to shoot a turkey. I thought they were really cool and they're yeah. really funny animals. But once <laughs> I shot one, I wanted to go more.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. more interactive. The calling's cool. Yeah.
2: And you can, like, see them with their gobbler thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. get moving. <laughs>
1: did, did you deer hunt or turkey hunt first? Deer hunt. You did. See, I always yeah. wondered, too, like, is turkey hunting a way to start? No. You know, she, I was always, I
0: never, I've still never killed a turkey, but she was really? always wanted to kill a turkey before she, oh, I want to shoot. we'd see turkeys and i'd i'd get trail camera pictures like 30 turkeys <laughs> it's like, a turkey these stupid turkeys need to leave and yeah it's like i want to shoot a turkey because then her first turkey that she killed it was like from the time we left the truck they were gobbling on the roost to the time we sat down they never stopped and it was just one of those mornings that if you were going to get into turkey hunting it was the morning the to one. do it. and the, she just experienced it all that morning, so
1: kind of hooked her, I think. That's on that. perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's it perfect. is. They, uh, it is cool, and I always said, like, my interest, like, my, my passion for turkey hunting would fade, and I'd have to go again for it to reignite, but I feel like the last couple years, I just, I, I only shotgun hunted them last year and loved it. I killed a couple, <laughs> couple birds, and once you get in them, and it's like, I don't know, like Mark and everybody at the jury say, D, uh, turkeys are meant to be shot with a shotgun. <laughs> I think that's true, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yep. I debated that for a while. I'm like, "Now you're right. They're yep. meant to be shot the shotgun." Well, what advice would you have for anybody growing up, you know, your age in high school that wants to get into it or coming up like, you know, how to stay into it or how to find an interest in it. And maybe you don't know, maybe that's hard because you're kind of in the middle of it all right now, but
2: don't push yourself to do it and don't if people have stuff negative to say about it, don't listen to them and just keep your mind clear and do your own thing because at the end of the day, their opinions shouldn't matter to you. Mm -hmm. And try to find, if it might not be your thing, try it once and see if it is. And if it's not, you never have to go again. But try something new and like go out of your comfort zone. And a good way to try to like get interested in it is put up a trail camera. And then Mm. if you see like a big buck and it really gets you motivated sometimes (laughs) to want to go out and want to try to shoot them,
1: that's it, really great advice. It is. The trail camera oh, could be the way to dabble. I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> I never even thought about that. That's really good advice, especially a cell cam. I mean, really. Just, oh, there it is. Yeah, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a that's a really good advice actually to get somebody into it, and that may, maybe they just become a trail cam connoisseur. But yep. but I think that would roll in. Really good advice. I never even thought about yep. that. If you if somebody that wants to get into hunting, start with a trail cam. Yeah, I think I never. That's cool. Done. Yeah. That's really good advice, especially for someone that might not have a lot of money and just wants to see if they'd be interested. $30 camera from Walmart, whatever you can get into. Yep. You know, I think they have $20 cameras at Walmart. Go check. Heck, you can get a card reader and check it right on your phone. Yeah, great advice. Well, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. We'll have to do this again. Best of luck to you this fall. Thank you. I hope you kill a bigger one than dad.
2: (laughs) Me too. And then
1: we'll come in and we'll do a whole other (laughs) podcast talking about how you're a better hunter than your own mentor. (laughs) Yep. I hope so. (laughs) Want to plug anything? Got any shout outs? You want to plug your, your TikTok? No. <laughs> okay. I... okay. <laughs> you had the floor. I gave you the opportunity. Trevor, you want to plug your TikTok? <laughs> no, it's it's pretty weak. Other than you do, do you do any dances on TikTok, <laughs> Trevor? On, on her TikTok. <laughs> on hers? Yeah, okay, probably. There's probably a bunch of candid ones. <laughs> yeah. We, there's 100% <laughs> candid ones. <laughs> You're viral. You don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. You're famous with like 12 and 15, 14 year olds yeah. all over oh, the place. Uh, unfortunately, I am. <laughs> Is that true?
2: Yeah, my friends love him. And I think he's the funniest person ever. And his TikTok get, TikToks get the most likes.
1: I got to find her TikTok just to send blackmail you. It is, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, don't put dead animals on your TikTok. You get banned. I, yeah. <laughs> she has already. She's like, I know, thanks. All right, well, no shout outs? Nope. You don't not want to shout out? Not even me? Jeez. Man, it's tough out here. Not even mom? Um...
2: She does a lot for me. But I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay, no boys at school. Nothing. Just no. just like cut it now, cut it now.
0: Trev, you got anything? No, I'm just thankful that she's the kid that she is, and she's open minded about everything.
1: Yeah. No, that's really cool, man. Yep. It's gotta. Be, you gotta be pretty dang proud. I am very proud.
0: I tell her all the time.
1: Well, I'll be using you as a mentor <laughs> to my daughter. If she's, she may be interested. She may not. Either way, I'm, all you can do is try, and it's yep. cool wh- whether she is or not. But this was fun. I think you uh, got the record for youngest person on a working-class bowhunter podcast. I'm pretty sure. If I'm wrong about that, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I think you, you're you the youngest big buck killer. How's that? Perfect. Either way. All right, everyone. Um, I learned some stuff on this. Uh, maybe some, something that I have or have not thought about before yep. with kids. It's kind of a tricky thing. What do you do? Um, you know what to do? Go shoot a giant. Good luck this fall. Later.